Hello fellow time travelers, I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by... Dalton Hughes. And by... Alison Fitzsafrey. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. Enjoy your travels. Exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric O'Branson. With me, as always, my friend and co-host, Joe Peterson. How's it going, Joe? It's going pretty good. How about you? It's going good. Um, yeah, and uh, we, of course, uh, for the second part of our Forgotten Franchise series, have with us uh, again uh, Ryan Stiskel. How's it going, Ryan? I'm here uh, reviewing uh, not as good movies as we did last time. And also, my speech is going to be <laughs> terrible uh this time so i'm literally gonna fuck things up sorry liam nelson or lorem nelson yep <laughs> yep <laughs> yep i'm kind of purposely trying to garble it because it's just like <laughs> no larry nussbaum <laughs> <laughs> good thing he's not in this movie instead we get a much harder name yep we do vishnu Vasnu? Yes, it is uh, Vishnu. No, Vishnu. I was fucking him. right. <laughs> I think Sorry, that's a god. vindicated. Sorry. vindicated. Vasu. Um, <laughs> Arnold Vaslu, which um, Vaslu. some of you may may know from the Mummy films, is the only thing Himoto. I remember him from. But yeah, yep. so yep. Um, anyway, which is yeah, ironic because so. this is a Universal monster film, essentially, as we established uh, last right week. last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so welcome back to the Darkman Forgotten Franchise show. Um, we are going to, last time, you know, we spent the entire uh, entirety of the episode gushing about what a great film we all thought that, uh, and think that Darkman is. Uh, yeah. We'll spend a little time discussing its two straight-to-video sequels, uh, and those being uh, Darkman 2, The Return of Durant, and Darkman 3, Die, Dark Man, Die, which is one of my least favorite subtitles for a movie I've pretty I'm much pretty ever sh- heard. I'm pretty you know, sure there, the there was movie came because of a because of that was a studio after after making the second movie they made this third one going fuck it die Dark Man die and they never wait do we sign this for three die damn it no. there, like, was there was a, a there was a little known planned fourth Dark Man film Dark Man Four Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh, you, uh, yes. It's just it's just the scene where they shock his hand reused over and over, <laughs> over again. Over and over and over. Like they did in these sequels. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, um yeah, the 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 first of the sequels Darkman 2 uh Return of Durant what 1995 uh directed yes. by uh Bradford May. May. Bradford yes. May. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so they replaced Liam Neeson and the, uh, they replaced everybody except for Larry Drake. He returns. Yes. So Larry, Larry Drake. Like, he yeah, returns because Durant the, returns. Yes. Yeah. It would be really. It would have been really awkward if you know they didn't get Larry Drake back for this one. So, right. uh, to give you a short synopsis of Darkman Two: The Return of Durant, the crime-fighting master of disguise returns for revenge in this against the sadistic villain Durant in this pulse-pounding sequel to the hit film. Um, that's really all there is to it. One man's work, one man's identity, one man's life was destroyed. He's coming back. Now, a face from his past has returned with a vengeance. We are going back into the arms business. 
I want to see Durant dead. He took my face, my hands. He took my life. He will kill again, and he will keep on killing until someone stops him. And that someone is going to be me. This time, you are so predictable. Their deadly conflict will end once and for all. I want to see the freak suffer. Voslu as Darkman. And if you, <laughs> I was going to say, and if you uh, were bothered by the lack of movement in Darkman's jaw in the first movie, wait till you see these movies. It's um, like the greatest yeah, so ventriloquist of all freaking time. As we were, um, you know, mentioning, the uh, pretty much the entire cast has been replaced, and Larry Drake is given the job of carrying this franchise forward. And, uh, for one movie they, they very much put this on his shoulders because they sideline even the character of dark man um probably because they couldn't get their main actor uh back for these low budget straight to video sequels um so yeah larry drake gets a starring role essentially being his movie you know the return of durant so um yeah it's it's a yeah i mean okay set Special. up against against the original dark man <sighs> There's pretty much nowhere to go but down when you consider that these things are... We're going to do Darkman sequels. They're going to be straight to video, straight to cable. I think they were they debuted at the same time. Um, and lower, you know, a fraction of the budget. We don't have the cast, essentially. Um, so I'm, I guess the way I'm I start sure to pick this apart... I'm pretty sure they use the same factory in both movies, by the yes, way. Yes, in all three, <laughs> I believe they use the same factory block. It, and actually, it's one of the only things that kind of ties it together like, nicely. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It, it, it actually is one of the things that accidentally works about the three of them and gives them some continuity is the you know factory. Even though it blows up, I'm pretty sure, in all of them. But hey, whatever. <laughs> They're um, good at rebuilding dilapidated factories. <laughs> right. So this, I don't know. Like a we we can we can nitpick on how it's not as good as Darkman. And oh, that's and we just, will. To me, that's like it's a given that it's not as yeah, good as Darkman. So I feel yeah. like being a little bit nice to the these sequels and kind of kind of you know figuring out what does work about them. But at the same time, they are totally straight to video slash straight to cable movies. They have all the kind of pitfalls of those things. The you know kind of outlandish plots they're they're overly talky because of lack of budget and they can't you know afford big action scenes um you know it, it's given to larry drake for durant to carry this movie and honestly they would have been better off doing you know durant again even though they kill him off in the third but um yeah they, i don't know so, some of it works some of it doesn't i wish the main plot of this movie this one could have been okay, I think, if the main plot of this movie wasn't all about laser guns. It was all about laser guns. <laughs> it was freaking yeah. all about fucking laser guns. It was yep, the greatest was... fucking thing about this movie. It's That's like, kind of the... this movie sucks, and then there's a laser gun, you're like, alright, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Like, It's like, okay, we're getting a low-budget dark man. It kind of has like a production value of a television show of the era. But um, we got Larry Drake. Larry Drake's great in this. He's just as yep. good as he is in the original. Um, so that's that's you know that's got me into it. But then like the main like push or plot of the movie is all about laser guns. So laser it's actually guns, the man. opposite of what you just said, Ryan. The laser gun thing was what went, huh? Like this doesn't really like gel with the first you know the the kind of spirit of it at all. I don't really understand why they went with this. Okay, plot. let me defend. Let me defend why I went the way that I did. So when you're watching a mo when I'm watching a movie, then you'd be when I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, okay, I watch Dark Man. Like, you kind of get a feel what's going to go on. I know how I'm going to enjoy this. So let's say Dark Man is the equivalent of of a Universal Marvel, uh, Mar not Marvel, sorry, monster movie. 
Mm-hmm. So you get this movie, you're like, okay, going in, expecting Dark Man. See, once Laser Gun happens, like, nope, this is going to be a shitty B movie. I'm just going to have to sit back and relax. Now I know what movie I'm going to watch. And so this, this is, is a movie not, where I'm going to sit back and Bride make of fun Frankenstein. of This constantly. is totally Revenge of the Creature. You know, like, this is very, <laughs> <laughs> this is like any Ed Wood film, essentially. Yeah, right. That's like, okay, like I'm going to have a late Saturday. I'm going to drink a beer and I'm just going to rip this fucking movie constantly to buy the fucking 99 minutes i had to waste on this i was hoping i would dissolve quicker i felt like this was a and and i don't know because you know looking up any research on like how this was made the production of it there's really not a lot out there i couldn't find about like how you know about its its production uh, well, so Sam Raimi is a producer. And that's he's a producer. It. Yeah, he's yeah. an executive producer. Yeah, and Renaissance Pictures produced both of these. And yeah, uh, yeah. but I, I kind of I wonder if this is, um, you know, Renaissance Pictures distributed by Universal Home Video, right? Universal owned the rights to this. I do know that uh, a couple years ago, a toy company wanted to do some, you know, the the. I can't remember the company that does like the really cool detailed movie figurines, you know, kind of like McFarlane used to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what the specific yeah, you're talking about, but yeah, they, they wanted to, there was a toy company that wanted to do these like ultra detailed figures of this as kind of a throwback. And they went to universal and they were like, yeah, we don't have the merchandising rights. And I said, yeah, you do because you made the dark man movies. And they actually had to look through their catalog and they were like, Oh, so we do. And now they <laughs> finally list it. So I, what I wonder is, this doesn't feel like how some movies are made simply to hold on to the rights, you know? Mm. Yeah. Kind of like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four famous story. This yeah. doesn't feel like that because they never ended up doing anything with it. They kind of forgot they owned the property. So I'm led then, and I could be totally off on this, but I'm led to believe or kind of lean towards these two sequels were were made not necessarily to hold on to those rights but more to maybe <laughs> regain something from the uh uh from the the first film because it, it, the first film one thing we didn't talk about last week is that the film was critically fairly well received but it didn't mm. do a lot it didn't do a lot in theaters it didn't make a ton of money no i think by all practical like I mean, modern standards it would have been considered a flop it didn't it wasn't a big right box although it was relatively low budget for a, a big studio movie but yeah i don't but they, they did, did market it pretty wide so i almost wonder if it was cheaper to make some of these movies and distribute them on video and maybe then they'll make something back on on the property yeah that's an audience demand for it and this um you think about what's going on in, in like film culture at the time so video store culture right that's Right. Um, the blockbuster video era brought a, a an entire different avenue for. It's kind of like what how Netflix reinvented television or the, our ability to tell stories in a different way um, through streaming stuff. But like in this era, so it's a it's a it's a movie that was popular enough to have a following or an interest in in seeing a sequel, uh, but it was not a huge theatrical success. So studios well, are given a new avenue at this point in history that they can actually market something straight to video stores, so straight to the rental market. And Action. what they do is they spend a, a spend a fraction of the cost on it and, um, yep. yeah, Dark. push it through to... Sorry. I was going to say that the first Darkman actually did well. <laughs> it says it actually was well-received and it performed well oh, at yeah. the box office. So there's really no excuse for these to be shit, but huh. they are. It's 90s. Okay. I'm going to say well. it's because the 90s boom where they just took franchises and like, ah, fuck it. Like with the Disney films. Like when you had a popular Disney film... In theaters, you did the fucking direct, um, direct to home video situation, and were like, well, cool, I get to learn about Simba's daughter or some other really stupid shit that nobody cared about. Yeah, yeah, just to get something. That's out what the... this was like. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think there was some demand for a sequel. Yeah, and yeah, I was just reading that actually here too. Yeah, it was considered to be a success hmm. at eight million dollars opening weekend and forty eight million, forty eight point eight million worldwide total gross income on Dark Man. So. I think it's um, the owners just didn't care. <laughs> it's just yeah, like they, most they likely, forgot about it. They didn't care. Most likely it's a property that they owned, and being that it's kind of comic book-esque, they saw the potential to expand uh, to make more movies, but probably the creators weren't super interested in doing so. Um, 
or you know were interested enough in <laughs> cashing the checks but didn't really want to you know invest a lot in making the films so so there was, you go you get you yeah. get your like straight to video sequels and this was something that was happening you know a lot in this area of time the mid 90s was like the kind of peak of the quote unquote straight to video sequels to things cuz you know movies movies of marginal success like dark man um that were kind of you know this is 5 years later already when this is made so yeah this it's already kind of gone through been digested by the public and kind of forgotten by the public but there's still this you know demand of people that are kind of you know saying where's the sequel where's the sequel um so it gives them an avenue to to create a low budget essentially it's a television pro this is the way it kind of feels when you watch it essentially it's a television version of dark man um it think is. of think of two and three as kind of two overly long episodes of you know a television dark man series like a mini series it's kind of like a mini series like mm-hmm. two part mini mini series well and, and we should also uh you know mention this the second sequel a little bit more too dark man three die dark man die which was made which came out in 96 the deal i believe i can repair your nervous system it's impossible it's never been done the Double Cross. What did you do to me? I reconnected your thalamic nerve, all right. Reconnected it to this. And the deadly mistake. Waste the freak, please. Now I've got you. What the? So it's true. Same director, same guy playing Darkman, Arnold Vosloo. And this one also mm-hmm. includes Jeff Fahey, who's another kind of... Is it rude to say a, a kind of a, a B-movie star? But no, he's in some mainstream exactly stuff. exactly what he's known for, yeah. I mean, he's, been, he's certainly been in some mainstream stuff, but I, I think he's uh, more known for being in a lot of you know these type of B-movies around the, throughout the 90s. Um so die dark man die okay Um. so here's the thing about like i was waiting for you guys to mention this but he was lawnmower man yeah he was yes but we mentioned lawnmower man in the last episode but i was waiting for that connection like yeah we got now it's all full circle now we got illuminati man well i was going to ryan shit no (laughs) so another super fast uh brief synopsis it's gonna basically be the same as the last one i think but dark man three die dark man die in this gripping adventure dark man matches wits with underworld drug dealer peter rooker who will do anything to unmask the secret of dark man's superhuman strength so this one i will give a little bit of kudos to having a little bit better plot or a little bit more going on in the movie like yeah dark man yeah, 2 was like hey we got does. larry drake and lasers okay we got larry drake with lasers <laughs> yeah hey we got this laser gun gangster movie let's throw larry drake in it oh wait we can make this a dark man movie yeah like, we got laser um, drake and in dark man 2 you know he um Vosloo or you know uh the peyton westlake spends you know the majority of his time in that movie as and i'm sure this is a budget thing and it's, and it's going to carry over into the third one as well but i feel like there's not enough dark man in the second one and it's because you know honestly dark man as played by arnold Vosloo, is not as intriguing as dark man played by liam neeson and i think they know that so they you know give us durant instead which is fine in the second one but all of a sudden we don't have him in part three and I well, he the... he dies in a car explosion at the end of part two, right? So, so. now we have to. Go but he survived a... another explosion. Bullshit. <laughs> right. Well, now we have to go through a Dark Man film without any of the original cast, so we don't have yeah. Larry Drake to carry this one for us. Jeff Fahey is good in this, and he's kind of doing the same thing. He's the kind of an over, over the top villain, um, but 
with a family. He just doesn't have the watchability that you know Larry Drake's Durant has in the second movie to kind of carry that through. What Darkman 3 does have that the second one didn't is a little bit better, like I mentioned, just a, a little bit more story. Like, there's something going on. Whether it's good or not, yeah. I'm not sure, but it actually has something besides la- freaking laser guns. I'm going to go back to that a hundred times. But. I, I, I'll say that, yeah, Darkman 3 actually kept my interest a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, there was a, a story that... And I've said this about other films that we reviewed on the show in the past, but... There's a story here that that probably could be pretty, uh, pretty interesting, but unfortunately, with the crew that put this one together, it's it's not. But you can see like, oh, there's enough here where maybe under different direction, under better production quality, this could be yeah. better. You know, so well, I can see how this one this one looked good on paper. They they yeah. show they show I think in the third one to defend it because I agree with you guys is is they're showing more of the character. Character development of Darkman himself, like yeah, uh, as he like explores like family. It's very brief. It's not. It's not like you get a lot with anything. It's a very much a hint. Like you said, it's better on paper. Even the dialogue is just flat as fuck. Like watching most of these films, all of all these two films. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it's terrible dialogue where it's just like, oh, this is a high school play. That's what this is. But yeah. you you kind of if you really lay back like the suspension of belief you're like this is the first time we actually see Westlake like kind of have not just romantic feelings but a feeling for family and how he cares for other people because it's in the second movie he's just kind of there yeah it's like ah yeah. oh, Darkman is really sidelined yeah. in the second one he Durant. has a little bit more to do with this movie <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the fact that it, it isn't tied to the first one, you know, yeah, that that I think that was one of the problems with, you know, like you mentioned, they they got, you know, with with you know Return of Durant, they you know they brought back Larry Drake, so there's that thread, and so it's really a continuation of the first film, just not a very interesting one, and yeah. I I kind of like this in some of these, in some of these franchises where we, you know when we did our our forgotten franchise on uh the silent night deadly night films <laughs> eventually they said okay we're done with the threads of the original plot now Slasher, let's just killer do some, santa yeah family. some different yeah. stuff they kind of did that here it's like oh, okay so we're done with what happened to him and the people who did it to him now here's what he's doing and uh so i think it was there was more room to to build a story there because they weren't trying to somehow shoehorn it in with the original you know, and so I think that there are. I I liked this one a little more. I don't know if I liked it enough to to give it like a different grade, probably. But yeah, I, I this one wasn't as bad. Like I don't know if I'd watch like it they, again, but it's not terrible. They worked more with their budget in this one. Um, although I can tell, it almost seems like maybe it's a little lower budget than the second one. I'm not sure. I don't have them right in front of me, but the fact that you know, we, he didn't use the dark man mask much in the second film and he uses it even less here so we see a lot of you know arnold Vosloo or um, however you say his last name um in this than even we did in the second one and you kind of enjoy him a little bit more in this third one yeah i actually think he he's not bad in either of these he wasn't given anything to do in the second one really besides yeah. you know a bunch of hammy kind of like over-the-top dark man lines and so it kind of like you're you're gonna step in for this actor we're not gonna give you a whole lot to do or say um but you're supposed to fill in the yeah fill fill those shoes of liam neeson <laughs> so not really fair to judge him um i think he's better in this one but i think it's a, a lot yeah. of it has to do with he's given something to do in this movie um he's better than in other movies too like besides he's better he's yeah. <laughs> he's not good in these movies uh, but no, I don't think like, and he got a lot of slack for that. But he, <laughs> you know, like, I don't think that's his fault. I think he does better no, elsewhere. No, no. Yeah, um, he's not given much to work with. I mean, Jeff mm-hmm. he's a, a great actor in his own right as well, and he's <laughs> given you know some pretty ham-fisted stuff to work with here. Um, <laughs> I, he he makes the best of it though. He's he just unfortunately doesn't quite live up to Larry Drake, um, which again it's it's like trying to fill fill the shoes. 
uh, in this one, I, I feel like it just you, you could tell the budget's even less or feels even less because there are no action scenes in this movie. No, it's an action superhero action movie with no superheroes or action in it. <laughs> like, it's well, like, yeah. Well, unless uh, you count the the scenes that they spliced in from the previous films, right? I mean, yeah. there's moments where like, um, like when he takes out like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just cringing thinking about it. when he takes out <laughs> that device in the back of his neck with the rusty pliers, oh, and yeah, yeah. then he throws it in a guy's eye and then pretty much like scorches his skull. I actually <laughs> thought like, holy shit, this movie really upped its fucking game from the. From not the first movie, but definitely from the yeah. second movie, because those two movies is they're just their own fucking thing for me. Dark Man yeah. with with Qui Gon, he's he's off in a happier plane of existence. This is a different reality. But that scene, and he even had like a line. I think like I forget what it was now, which kind of like kills how much I was like, hey, I legitly laughed at that. I legitly enjoyed mm. that, and I thought this movie's already better. Oh, don't get me wrong. There are things in both of these sequels that I find enjoyable still. Like there are, they're both actually at the end of the day somewhat watchable. But I wouldn't go on the record saying that they're good movies necessarily. Um, I think especially coming off of the first one, if you watch them as a series, like although ultimately they're disappointing because they don't, you know, they just don't have the charisma or you know anything that's like about the first movie that's really good. I think generally they're 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 not offensively bad. They're watchable, um, especially if put in context. These are like you know the straight to video sequel thing is almost its own kind of '90s phenomenon. <laughs> like it just like it was very yeah. common for something like this to you know have 16 straight to video sequels. So as we as you know Joe brought up Silent Night Deadly Night, it's exactly what you know that series went on to. You know, everything was kind of straight to video and. And you know, I, I'm sorry, Joe. You go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, a moment ago we were talking about how, um, you know, how how did these get made? You know, what was the motivation behind this getting made? I think it is important to note a little bit more about the Dark Man legacy, so to speak, is that in '92 Universal Television did make a pilot. So they tried making a a, a TV series on Fox, and it mm-hmm. never aired, but. Larry Drake reprised his role as Durant. Uh, uh, an act, a British actor named Christopher Bowen was the role of uh, Darkman. And okay. it never got picked up or it never aired. Uh, so that was in 92. So then three years later, they come out with these these other two, two films. So it's kind of interesting that throughout a good portion of the 90s, they were trying to do something with this. It wasn't just completely forgotten. That well, TV series sense. came out in between. Or tried to come get out the in right. between the right people to really get it kicked off just the people who are like i totally want to do it but maybe not qualified to do it right and there was also uh comic books too that came out um there was a marvel series that that was tied in with the with the movie and then there was another original marvel sequel uh in 91 so a year after the movie came out the first movie came out there was a video game um i remember the video game and you know, and it had an evil dead crossover too didn't it yeah one of them was a Yeah. yeah there was a comic um I think in 2000, yeah, from 2006 to 2007, an army of darkness versus dark man um, <laughs> from uh, Dynamite Entertainment. Hmm. So, so it's it's yeah. weird because it's there. Like there's a fan, but it's still not, it, it never picked up steam like uh, Starship Troopers off the top of my head, for example. Right. right or, yeah. or stuff like that where it's just like, people are like, oh, dark man, I guess. Like you find a, a certain breed of person who's just like, yeah, dark man, and you're like, okay, you're yeah. cool. Yeah, well, like we said, this is why we, you know we do these kind of forgotten franchises is because these are the kind of things that are, are cast aside. Of course, there's always going to be like you know a fan base. We talked about that quite a lot. We uh, a while ago when we reviewed uh, Buckaroo Banzai, right? Mm-hmm. That there's there are these kind of cult followings, and that's a great example of, of one of those cult followings. And I guess there is a dark man one, but it's not very. It's not very big, um, which is kind of a shame because I think, as we talked about last week, this is a good character and it's a good story, and I think there's room for other adventures and other other stories about this character. But so far, it's just been kind of yeah more missed than I hit. Like... I guess three is a little bit more, but yeah, this could have been something. But you know, 
feel like they missed the mark a little bit in not making him a little bit more of a superhero. And not that I wanted to blend in with, like, other superhero, you know, the genre or other films, but most of what Darkman does in all three of these Darkman movies is all about Darkman. He's actually a really, like... (laughs) Um, he's, he's, you know, taking revenge. He's trying to, you know, succeed and fix his own face. And he's trying to, you know, put himself in the, so it's not that that's necessarily bad. Uh, I don't think it makes him a bad guy necessarily, but it certainly doesn't put him like the most superhero-y he ever is is in the original dark man. I don't think he, he really carries that on. He's more of the monster universal monster character that Ryan was saying. Um, and, I, and I think that's true about the sequels. Yeah. He's, he's very much that obsessive mad scientist kind of um, psychosis going on, as well as a little bit of uh, feeling sorry for himself. You know, he wants to get back into the world, and he, he very much puts himself into this family in the third film. And um, I think they do some clever things, actually, in the, in the third movie with the disguise thing. Um, that's that's the... Uh, the best moments of all of these movies is when he's playing around with the disguises. And that is true in the first movie, it's true in the second, and in the third, they actually kind of hit it. The third, they might do it the most perfectly because they actually get a kind of great humorous, um, but also kind of tense scene out of him kind of when he gets put into that birthday party on accident uh, when (laughs) when he's wearing Rooker's face. And um, that's actually, all of that stuff is done really well. So that's like, that's... Little things like that is what keeps me from hating these movies or saying that they're not worth watching or they're just garbage or whatever. There's some stuff here that works. Uh, I do wish they would have gone some other places with it instead of just... These are really just rehashes of the same kind of thing they did in the first one. They could have taken this character and done a whole lot more with it. And I think that's kind of what you were hitting on, Joe. Yeah, Yeah, it it is. I I think there's a lot of room here. And in fact, um, the, the... Point, you know, we, we talked about last week with the first film, one of the, the kind of tech MacGuffins here is that the, his artificial skin and his masks, you know, he hasn't broken past that 99-minute barrier. And in this one, he does. In the third mm-hmm. one, he actually is getting closer to perfecting it. So I can't help but, you know, like headcanon, what, fe- what future stories could have been where no longer is it an issue about how long can I keep this thing. He can keep them. And so imagine, you know, he could perfect these disguises and though it is the having the time thing is kind of nice, but I think that would have been a neat direction that they could have gone with this. But uh, character. at the end of the third, his his research has all been destroyed and he gives up his only his batch floppy of, disk, like, his single floppy disk, yeah, which single floppy could disk. not hold like shit in reality like there's like you're lucky to hold four photos let alone all your goddamn research on synthetic skin 50 megabytes of just brilliance (laughs) but yeah and he gives his his one vial of like viable skin substitute that will last longer than 99 minutes and he gives it to you know the little girl who gets burned in the end rooker's daughter right gets burned um, which is actually really good. I think I think the story in the in the third movie is a lot more solid than in the second. It shows but, him as a character, um, like yeah. more fleshed out, yeah, like less selfish. So yeah, I mean, I don't think going on he he still hasn't he's lost his research. Like you could go on, let's say there's a Dark Man four, you could kind of start from scratch again. But I think you're you're making the same movie again because they made him lose his research. That's why you just I mean, Dark Man four wasn't gonna be there because it's just it would be the same thing. I think it'd be a straight to video, like no interest. I think by at this point, people have kind of tuned out. It's one of those things though, where it's just like realistic. Like I, one, I want to point out something I thought was funny in the third movie, which is she goes, you don't have a backup. No. Why? I I should just be handing out copies on the street. Then if I did that. And it's like, (laughs) you're a dumbass. You dumb as shit. Yeah. Yeah, no I mean, fucking let's be honest, you're that's on a something floppy until, disk like... dude you walk past a fucking fridge magnet and you're fucked are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> pretty much i mean but i mean still to this day you got to get you know people are like oh man i lost my phone now all my photos are gone it's like wait you didn't have them backing up to the cloud like no man i don't trust the cloud it's yeah, like, yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> i mean not that you know a brilliant scientist would have that opinion but anyway it just kind of shows them like even that look on her face was like you a dumbass <laughs> like are you fucking serious yeah 
But yeah, scientist. Um, another cool thing about the sequels, by the way, that I wanted to bring up, that I always actually kind of like in my mind put into the first movie because I love it so much, um, that isn't actually in the first movie at all, is his subway station underground lair. Oh my yeah. god, yes. I wanted I to bring that up all too. Of that go, stuff Eric, go. Um, yeah, he's got like the little like you know subway cart that he goes back and forth and can ride on the rails um, which, all around the which, city. It's yeah, on. It has a voice. It's like his butler. It's yep. like if Thomas the Tank Engine had like a butler for a cousin. It's like the Dark Man of Thomas's. It's his Alfred, but it's a train car or something. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't um, it like a? It wasn't a woman's voice in the first movie, and then it wasn't a guy's voice in the. Se- the computer the third? voice was female, I believe, in the first movie, and then yeah, in the second it became male voice. But. Um, I always think back on Darkman, like, remembering it, and I, I kind of remember, oh, he's got this cool underground subway tunnel, like, hideout layer slash science lab. And I'm like, wait, no, actually, that's only in the sequels. Like, he doesn't yeah. actually have that in the first. He's working out of the warehouse. Um, yeah. So, in the first yeah, it's one, in the so. sequels that he gets the dark cave. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the dark Which the is, dark like, cart. one of the coolest things about the sequel is it, it's, it sets up the character so nicely. Like, if you if you could take, like, some of the development from the third movie and you give it, yeah, he's got all that cool, all the cool gadgets and the subway tunnel hideout and all this stuff. You could have, you could do something with this. Like, it'd make a great comic book series or something, an ongoing oh, yeah. television series. Hopefully they'll bring this back, you know, maybe Hulu or Netflix or whoever can make so, a... You know, a, I want on that note with though. with the layers. <clears throat> I wanted to say I actually had a. Uh, I don't completely agree with what you said earlier about like being more superhero in um, in the first versus the the other ones. I believe he became more superhero esque with the layer with his kind of like more like yeah. calm mannerisms. Where in the first movie he's like man turning into monster and that's what made for me that like the more like dramatic yeah. and interesting character with in these movies he's born because he's not really there there's no like oh, i'm crazy like i wanted to see more of that struggle yeah you know it's funny because they, they really that's a, a big part of at least like the description of the first film is that you know it's it's messed with his sanity that's that's a line they mention in the first movie about how it makes him mentally unstable they kind of did away with that in these. Yeah, teams. he's stable. He's stable as fuck. Like he gets yeah. angry, but he's stable. I think stable in the, the whole second time. one, he has a little bit of a rage thing, but because they do the whole like, it's not as cool, but it's kind of a copy of the Sam Raimi like. It's um, exactly the same. They did it in both yeah. movies. I looked. I I I actually had to did stop and double check. It's exactly yeah. the fucking same. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I mean well, they, so they sorry, do a little sorry. bit, but. Yeah. But they do lose that like psychotic super strength thing. They just kind of, I mean, and he's still super strong. strength he's is just... very like crucial yeah. to the plot of the third movie because that's what Rooker's trying to yeah. steal from his genetics is the you know super strength. But um, yeah, they kind of <laughs> lose that like psychotic um, element that he has to go crazy to you know tap into his powers, which is. But but they did keep the 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 cat thing going on which i yeah. have to say in the third movie uh he comes home and like he gets his whole little lap set up makes his face he's timing it and he walks over to his cat and like goes oh you thought i had milk and gives it a kiss now dark man's face if you don't already know at this point in the podcast what's wrong <laughs> with you he doesn't have lips it's just teeth so imagine <laughs> right. taking your teeth and just bumping your cat on the head <laughs> and secondly as a cat owner who has fucking hair everywhere if you buy any of my artwork any of my posters if you it's like a where's waldo you will fucking find cat hair i can't get rid of it so when you have a faceless fucking man kissing that cat i'm like nah 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 that is all up in your grill man there is no fucking way hair stuck in his like like, scary face yeah yeah. like skeletor with a fucking pet that's what it is he's just he's just i'm picking cat hair out of my mouth as i speak like I'm not kidding you. Like that, it is... that may be one of the grossest things I've heard tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I it think is. that is. And we've talked about like people having their heads boiled in acid. Yeah, and I think pulling pull that... a probe out of neck with rusty pliers and. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. But when you have when you have a skull faced burn victim kissing a cat, like yeah, that hair is sticking to those 
fucking pulse like pulsating fucking sores on your face. Sorry. Does, does, did that did, did that trigger you, Ryan? It triggered me, man. You should have seen it. I had the whole Sam Raimi fucking like my nerves were firing. You saw the skull laughing in the background. That was me, but with the cat hair. <laughs> I was like, like bullshit. Bullshit. You can have you can have lasers. You can have the whole entire fucking research on a fucking floppy disk, but you can't kiss that fucking cat. Fuck you. <laughs> you can't kiss a cat without lips. You can't kiss a cat without <laughs> teeth. You're just eating it without opening your mouth. That's all you're doing. And you're freaking it out. Okay? You're freaking out. That cat is licking his face in that, by the way. Oh, There's God. No, no doubt in my mind. With that sandpaper fucking ton ripping up flesh every time. So, I I'm guess... Like done. If, yeah, I'm done. I did have yeah, a, a, a thought that didn't involve picking cat hair out of your teeth. That was, yes. um, you know, so we, we were talking about, you know, a, a, a film that, okay, I, I stand corrected, you know, that the first Darkman was more successful than I thought it was. Um, and then they just kind of like threw this stuff direct to video. And today we don't really deal with direct to video. There's not a lot of direct to video stuff. It's like direct to a streaming service. The direct to video right. thing is kind of dead, right? It's, it's, it's the, the video story. It's no the equivalent, though, I think. It's like the equivalent. Direct to, yeah. Do we see much of that anymore? Even that? Like the direct to a streaming service? I mean, yes. I mean, think about this in, in children's entertainment at, at the very least. Every, at least DreamWorks and Netflix, like their deal, like every DreamWorks movie, animated film that there is, automatically like gets a Netflix series. And it, they're often like just like the most poorly written, like, okay, I'm thinking because, you know, I have children. Um, the one I'm thinking of is the Boss Baby television series, which Boss Baby as a movie is bad enough, but there is a Netflix series that has two seasons um, <clears throat> of just, you know, I, I, more I, boss I, baby, right? I, so. I am I am aware of the of the boss baby franchise. <laughs> so, I don't want to on this line. Intimately, <laughs> unfortunately. So yeah, exactly. Joe knows what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yes, gosh. I think maybe not in like dark man style entertainment, but the the idea still exists. Like you know, well, we have Sharknado, this popular. Like Sharknado, yeah. Like, and, if you get like a TV film, like they get movies like Sharknado and shit. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like I you, mean, do, think you just go to Walmart. If you shark, want to find it, go snake, to Walmart. Giant. Well, they no, what them. I mean is like the Sharknado stuff, though. That's the whole point of the Sharknado stuff, and those yeah. never went to theaters. I'm talking, talking about, about like this. Main, I mean, like, like there was. Movie? Oh, so like I agree. The closest thing would be like you know the Boss Baby thing, Academy Award nominated. What about film, which um, I can't believe. Okay, so the movie J.J. Abrams movie um, Cloverfield, and then okay. the like decade later sequel, uh, you know, Ten Cloverfield Lane, but the straight to Netflix third film in that series um it's things like that i mean it's still around maybe not to the prevalence because there was like forty thousand straight to video sequels back in the day of you know franchises right. you never thought were franchises which you know it's how we came up with this type of show that we're doing but um i think the cloverfield one yeah that would probably be the best example i would agree because that one you can tell if you've seen it that that movie um was a whole separate thing and at the end they said let's throw a, the a cloverfield yeah. reference in there and that's what the, the second yeah the second so-called cloverfield film is more of a even though it has nothing really to do with the first movie yeah. it has more of a same kind of vibe i like the description that i heard about the, the first two films is that imagine a theme park each film is a different ride and that's kind of what the Cloverfield things are. The third one is more like we've had this roller coaster for ninety years. Let's just call it Cloverfield now. Is what the <laughs> third movie felt like. But you know, like the this style of direct-to-video sequels for Darkman. This is like a classic example of yeah, this was prevalent in the nineties. Oh, this another one, and all, I'm not sure we'll get around place. to covering it on the show or not. But another one that reminds me a lot of this is the the Highlander franchise if yes yeah. if darkman if darkman had spawned off a, a successful television program as well it'd be the same thing essentially like it's the first film is like a phenomenal like cult classic or maybe not even cult but like was a successful film is well remembered and totally holds up in its own right and then it's got this like plethora of like lesser sequels television <laughs> like all with, of this other with stuff. the original yeah. actors yeah, yeah in many cases <laughs> they get yeah. the original actors and i still fuck it up somehow yeah, well, Highlander yeah, looking at you too. We Highlander should do 2. a show on Highlander 2. Oh, we're fucking going to do it. Because it is one of the craziest movies. 
Like, but where this, did they this, come from? The TV series was actually fairly popular. And it canon. was, yeah. It was. It's canon. Know. It's just a yeah. different McCloud, wasn't it? Right. Like, it's yeah. an actual yeah. canon so, fucking So show. There, are, there are, you know, connections. And they both show up in the later movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And then anyway, the movie there was also an animated series, by the way. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But the Darkman could have been one of those. I think it's it's very similar in like the way it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, so. Evil Dead too. It got its own series. It didn't have any directed DVD DVD stuff. No, but, but yeah, it it did. It ended up on television. Which, but that, <laughs> but then again, that had three movies that were all that are all very well known and beloved behind but, it yeah you know but that was more the, of a resurgence thing this in this case like if we saw a dark man thing now that would be at this point a shocking resurgence but yeah, it would be but yeah i think unfortunately Although i totally it think of, it could work like you said i, I, mean, do I think too. you said it as relevant i mean the superhero thing I, I think they could get a television series um something of the production value level of you know netflix or, or hulu or even like a dc universe i know joe's familiar but like that production kind of level um we could do a dark man series now as long as you get i think i think it totally work and it could even we can do we individually all three of us can do i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say this i'm (laughs) gonna say this i'll make my own dark man you make your own dark (laughs) i'm I'm gonna say this ryan and i think you're gonna be the one most shocked i think a animated anime dark man series would be awesome you're not wrong and I mean, I Joe doesn't like anime. Watch. I, I do. Don't. I I've don't. always try. I got. I try to get Joe into Evangelion. If any of you fans out there, ever, like that's at least fuck it, whatever. I, I can't. I just. I try, <laughs> but I. I could. So this. I could see this being done the same way they did the uh, Netflix Castlevania. I was waiting for anime. you to say that. Yeah, that's it, the it, one you I like. I could see it. It. I think that has the same kind of style and tone that would make this work today, and I think it would be a cool enough re-imaging uh where i think it could be pretty cool or just any kind of a series i it's, think this is the the character here okay so these two sequels you know we do grades here in a minute I, I i don't think that you know they're not anywhere on par with the original film but that this character that even dragged through these two movies is interesting and cool enough and it's got a good enough backstory that yeah i think if, if we're going to be relaunching things and re-imaging things left and right now, and if this is all about nostalgia culture, this is one that I would be very excited to see brought brought to modern times. I was going to yeah. say, for to go against... Not go against, but to add on to what you just said, Joe, I would like to see it as an animated feature on par with like the animated Batman series. But, but like the yeah. Spawn HBO animated series, yeah. where it's like grittier... But or I just go with Spawn. But I wanted to mention Batman animated for you. So, but oh, yeah. that level of like detective serial, um, animated uh, show. But yeah, no, I agree. I think it would be. I think it would be beautiful. It. Yeah. Darkman in the Sammy Sam Sammy Sam Raimi way is um very like visual comic book. Like it's very comic book esque. And just the way it's always shot and done and really would work well as an animated feature. It would, yeah. it would be amazing. And you could do so much with it. Yeah. 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 I think there's a, there's a lot of possibilities for this. Um, it's just a shame that what we have... Get Liam to voice it. Films. Liam's career is... Yeah. He's It'd doing awesome. any fucking thing now. Come on. So if you guys had to grade Darkman 2... Let's start with Darkman 2... Eric, if you had to give it a grade, what do you think? Darkman 2. I think I'd give it a... You know, my grade's going to fall after talking about it and remembering it. I have B minus <laughs> B- written down. I think I'm going to give it a C. Uh, cheap imitation, but given what it is, if you go in with the understanding of what it is, it's it's a watchable sequel. Larry Drake's great in it. Um dark man the premise of dark man works in it he doesn't get enough screen time and it's really a larry drake vehicle which is fine because he's the best thing about it i don't like the laser gun stuff or anything about the plot but yeah it's okay um i give it a c what about you ryan um okay so i was gonna say that i i think i give the first one uh the sorry i guess i can't say first one i'm gonna give dark man the Return of Duran, the sequel. I'm going to give that 
a C minus. It's it's like said, it's not as it's not good, but it's watchable. And the first the, these two movies were the first ones I did technically watch when introduced to the series. I was young, I, well preteen younger area so i was able to watch these so they're good introductions into the dark man series because i think the first movie would have threw me off if i saw that first at that age but i would give that a, a, a c minus uh i think duran's actually the drake doesn't do as good of a job as duran in this one not his fault he is the best part of that movie but he is still better in the first movie um, and the third movie is better, so it's going to get a C. So Die, Man, Die Dark Man Die gets a C for me. Um, Die Dark Man Die is similar to uh, Do You Crave Wes Craven. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you finally got it in. <laughs> I got it. I fucking got it. Nailed it. Um, C for effort. Anyways, it gets a C because it, it does up it. It does try more... I don't want to say more. It just tries this time out of these two films to kind of develop the character of Darkman. But Darkman himself, I think they they should really explore the uh, the struggle between man and becoming monster. And that was kind of a missed opportunity. If they ever have a chance to reboot it, I think I think they should focus on a comic book trying to be a universal monster more than a universal monster trying to be a comic book. No. Now, Eric, what what did we we got your uh, grade for two? What about three? Three. Um, yeah. Eric. Again, it's it's <laughs> it's a little underwhelming. It's he forgot to rate it. That's how yeah, bad it was for him. So much that I forgot to rate it. Well, ultimately, yeah, I think that's the actually the best analogy. It's forgettable. Um, but it also succeeds in ways like the second one doesn't, and that's that it actually has a story and it's not just laser guns. But. Um, I don't know. It, it it also reminds you after watching two of these movies that it both of these are a far cry from the original, and the original's a classic, and these are just these exist, and <laughs> you know they they're they're there if you want to watch them. But um, I think I'm gonna stick with a C for that one as well. But that one suffers. No Larry Drake, Jeff Fahey attempt you know does his best, but um, just not quite as compelling of a villain. Um, no laser guns though. Sorry. I, I would say Dark Man 2. I'm going to give that one a D. Just a solid D because it's your typical mid-90s direct-to-video <laughs> direct sequel. There's nothing special about it. And like a lot of those direct-to-video sequels for these types of, you know, you had a hit and then, you know, you, you shove it to the video store uh, with sequels. They're cheap. They're, there's no real heart in them. Um there's all the stuff that made the original one great. This is just like a, a cardboard standee of the first <laughs> yeah. film, right? That's now, a really good analogy. You know, Dark <laughs> Man, yeah. Dark Man Three, Die Dark Man Die, as goofy as it is, I actually give it a C plus. I'm gonna give it a little bit more because it actually has a story being manipulated by this corporate medical corrupt thing. It's not good, but it's better. It's more interesting than it than I expected it to be. Um, and again, like I see hope in that one. I see like okay, this one the story is good enough where it, this could have been something better. The second one there is no story really. It's just kind of I mean lasers. Durant's back and it's lasers. Eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really work. <laughs> this one feels a little bit more. I see some hints at what they were trying to go for with developing something uh, it's just a shame that it never went anywhere past that other than some comics which i'll admit i need to track down because now now i'm interested uh, i didn't even know they existed before uh so yeah i'll give the first the first sequel to part two a d and uh part three actually a little bit more credit as a c minus but so <laughs> from c plus to c minus <laughs> sorry <laughs> Okay. Oh, I said C plus originally. You did. You did. Oh no, it's been C minus the whole <laughs> Fucking time. Fucking degraded oh, it like right, right then. No, and no, no, no. I I misspoke. No, C minus for that one totally. But it okay. Know, again, I give so I give it like a half a point more if I was doing this on a point scale. But but yeah, not not much more than than that. So and it's a shame. I would love to see more of this and 
you know, I, I think this is a, a great example if you want to, like, someday when I'm talking to my kids about, back in the day, we went to video stores and, like, explaining, these would be films I'd show them just for that, just to be like, this is what we had to like, deal they, with. They made sequels to successful movies just for video stores, like that, you know. Yeah, and video stores were these places you went to rent movies. Renting a movie meant, you know, yeah. things that aren't really go physically anymore. pick something up and bring it home. Like, like Redbox, they're already like yeah. stops paying attention to this description when you're halfway yep. through. They're already like doing their own shit on their fucking smartphones. I had to explain <laughs> to my nine year old the other day that I remember a time not that long ago. To me, it feels like that YouTube wasn't a thing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Or that tablets and smartphones didn't exist. You had a you childhood, know, like, outside. Before she was born, yeah. It's this weird micro-mini generation where, you know, they, they call the, the analog youth and then the technological adulthood. Yeah. We, our coming of age was in between that. It's like, stand by me, but with a flip phone, you know? That's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not too far off, actually. <laughs> cordless phone. A cordless phone in the house. There you go. All right cordless phone was high tech i mean we weren't 3d printing faces or anything but you know we're getting there now so <laughs> but uh so yeah we've now covered the three dark man films for our forgotten franchise series yeah, and that's uh it. yeah and that's and all there is that's all there is kind man. of unfortunately but if this is the direction the, it was going maybe it's for the best as far as i know the produced pilot for the television series has never seen the light of day i don't know of anywhere to get it i didn't go like scour youtube to see if it's out there but there are some fan films uh you i think you mentioned briefly but um that are supposedly pretty good but i'll uh, you know take yeah, that with whatever grain of salt that it's you know it's a fan film so those come in I all, have, all have... varying qualities <laughs> yeah i've seen some really good fan films that have actually yeah. been better than what big die man have pushed out, die dark you know? man die was or Duran, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be any worse than that. Same amount of no, budget. No, I have a same feeling they're probably like skill. yeah, right on the at least on a par with those. So yeah, have to be. But with maybe a little, obviously a little bit more interest from the people doing it. Yeah, probably that's fueled the by cool the things. rage of the other. It's kind of one of the neat things that you see sometimes with fan films is that you know the production quality is not there, but the story is developed, and because this is being written and done by people that really care about it, they know they're making a fan film. Well, yeah. that's what yeah. Sam Raimi is all about. That's his whole fucking. That's how yeah. his whole career started. Is that he was a fan film. He he made what he wanted to make. He made his own horror movie. He made his own comic book movie. And like so, mm. yeah, it makes yeah. sense that they would have good fan films out there. I think Darkman. Now, fuck, we're saying this. Darkman probably exists better as a fan film than it anything might. else. It might at this point. It we might. haven't seen them. Maybe we got to go yeah. back and review them. Maybe we're doing yeah. yeah. fan we'll films. We'll do an update. Yeah. We'll Until then, yeah. they're probably gold. Right. Yeah, let's uh, assume they're right. awesome. I'm just going to go with that. We're just going to say <laughs> yeah, that. We'll we haven't seen them, them, but Right. But they so, probably don't have We, we all give them an A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> So you've heard our reviews. What do you guys uh, out there listening think about the Dark Man sequels? Or have you read the comics? Have you seen the fan films? Have you somehow possibly tracked down that unaired pilot that was going to be on Fox? We'd love to Are hear you actually Dark Man and wearing a false face? Yeah, we want to know that too. <laughs> and, can... and furthermore, in the first movie, do you think the bacteria that he's working with are actually metachlorians? I mean, obviously. Like, okay, cool. I just wanted to throw that in there. By the way, metachlorians are canon in the fucking Star Wars universe. We're just going to make that. <laughs> Let us never forget that has been done. But if you have any thoughts on the Darkman films, feel free to drop us a line. You can email us at videojunkierpodcast at gmail.com. You can shoot us a tweet at videojunkpod. Or you can find us on Facebook at videojunkierpodcast, our official page. Very official. Or you can find us at the Video Junkier Podcast group page as well feel free to drop us a line with any of your questions comments criticisms witticisms thoughts and the dark man series we'd love to hear your thoughts on them and coming up on the video junkyard podcast we are going to hunt some critters summon some ghoulies and get the munchies uh also we're going to go to space camp and end up being real geniuses if you uh want to decode what all of that means followed by our halloween special and uh, so tune in for all of that and more coming up as we uh, finish out the year here on the Video Junkyard Podcast. 
That's right. We've Eric's been doing a hell of a job in scheduling upcoming shows, and yeah, there's some really cool stuff where we're going to be looking at Wes Craven, we're going to be looking at Beastmaster, Last Horror Movie, Barry Lyndon, and a number of others. So yeah, please uh, feel free to uh, keep tuning in, share around, spread the word about the Video Junkyard podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Darkman. Sorry, Ryan. Ryan. I felt like he needed to be represented in some way. Thanks for listening. Night. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast on Twitter at video junk pod and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast all one word want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.